Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Renegade Talk FM. <laughs> Los Angeles. It's a Friday. Thank God it's fucking Friday. Today, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about Black History Month coming up. Also, the uh, polyamorous will be invading the Renegade Studios with Patty in Denver. Come as you are, as you were, as I to start out Sex Friday. Of course, uh, Patty and the polyamorous are late. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, we're always on fucking it time. Must, well, it must be difficult with you, this polyamory lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to find That's out all about they're it. That's late. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, they're having they have sex. To be, yeah, they have to be with one partner, then the other lover. And they're, they're all driving each a, other's homes. It's, it's, it's no, they got to get permission from one, each one before they get free. Oh, That's before they get yeah. freed? Yeah, before they're freed. <laughs> we're going to find out more about the uh, polyamorous, and uh, Patty's going to be interviewing them because we were told to keep our mouth shut. Yeah, well, they, that's just not our style. Yeah, they're getting complaints about us yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Patty... Everybody's complaining about us. Pat, no Patty cheeks. We're not. Listeners. We're, we're not complaining about no. anything. Renegade Nation loves us. We're all happy. Anyway, it's, it's Friday. Thank God for that. It's uh, the Super Bowl Sunday. Fucking, sucking, yeah. drinking, uh, boozing it up, Woo-hoo. eating, and watching the Green Bay Packers and Big Ben hang out at a bar in two years about that though, Mark? Yeah, did you? He was hanging out at a bar on Tuesday drinking. He was doing nothing wrong. I know, Mark. It's a Super Bowl, though. He's supposed to be getting his body in shape and making sure that he's no boozer in there. There's a ton of booze in there. I mean, people betting on the Steelers might really be upset. He was drinking ginger ale. Oh, is that what it was? And he's hydrating before the game. Oh, okay. (laughs) With his lineman. So what did you... Dehydrating. He's bonding with his lineman. Yeah, because to protect his uh, big ass. And remember, there's always a tight end in there, Marla, just for you. Yeah, just for you, and you'll be watching your tight end. Anyway, it's uh, Black History Month. Is, am I correct in saying that? It more? is. And uh, we want to start off the show by uh, talking to the black teenagers that are running around okay. uh, Long Beach and all around the country. Long Beach? Yeah. City oh. leaders in Long Beach want the young people in Long they notice young people, yes. in Long Beach to do two things this February, pick them up and keep them up. And what do you think we're talking about? Their pants. Absolutely. Thank you. Bishop William Irvin, along with Carson City Councilman Mike Gibson, are calling on black children and teenagers to pull up their pants on their waist as a sign of respect during Black History Month. Yes, please. You don't need to to imitate the uh, jail inmates. That's how they wear their pants. Well, Marla, it's funny you bring that up. You know, it's a strange coincidence. If they didn't wear their pants so low, they wouldn't have gotten caught running away with that television set. (laughs) As they're tripping over their pants because they're falling off. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have to go to prison where they practice wearing the pants so low. And do you know why? Yeah, backwards. And do you know why this is? The reason this happens, and the, and the reason this has There's gotten out two. of hand, huh? Are we, talk, are we talking about the TVs being stolen or the pants? The pants being down. The pants down. Okay. There's two reasons. The droopy pant fad comes from incarcerated prison inmates, where the state issues the inmate his nearest pant size, and this would fall into Mark's category. And most <laughs> of the time, the pants are oversized. There are no tailored fits in prison. Right. And the other reason is that the uh, bitches have to wear them backwards. Well, don't they have drawstrings? No. They 
<laughs> they, are you kidding? That's where it all started. Or elastic? No, that's 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 a weapon, Mark. Oh, hey, you're right. Talking about the incarcerated. Damn, she threw right. that one on her own. Uh, yeah, she's, she's uh, way ahead of me. I'm sharp. Yeah, she's well, sharp. What are they going to use with the string other than hang themselves? God only knows. That's funny. I mean, Charles Manson just smuggled in a cell phone. Oh, oh God. My pants? I got elastic in my pants. They yeah, but you're not in four prison. My, and I'm at, not talking about my wiener size. You know either. what it is? I got a beautiful crack, and I should have my pants. No. <laughs> Yours is hairy and ugly. No, it's not. How I shaved you know? it. How would you know? Because he bends over enough, I got to look at You it. don't see it. I covered it all up. No, yeah. you don't realize you look like a freaking plumber. No. Hey, no, that's Skinny Mark. plumber. That is you. Uh, I've seen your ass crack as you're hosing down the neighborhood. Yeah, you show uh, everybody your ass And I wear my pants low. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because anyway, you can't help it. The belly's in the way. If you're a young black teenager, <laughs> and you, if, if you're a young black teenager, you definitely, if you're in Long Beach, California, you want to make sure that you keep your fucking show pants off. Show respect. Show respect. The new way of saying is don't have the sag. But you can still have your swag. There you go. Mark's getting hit, man. <laughs> hey, he's a hip hopper all, all around. That Remember one. that, boys? Okay. Yeah, I heard it on the radio today. Oh, yeah, good that's for right. Can't they're, they're all talking about this. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Black History Month and what really important Black people have done for this country that nobody fucking talks about except for one person, Martin Luther King. Everybody else gets dissed. Well, except for the um, the lady on the bus. How about Charles Wanger? <laughs> He's done a lot for the people of Harlem. Yeah, and Black Sea Waters. Anyway, so Black Sea. We're going to be talking about all these famous black people that have done a lot for the U.S., and that'll be coming up next week. What about, I, God, uh, I don't know why uh, I didn't think about it. What? Obama. Yeah, Obama. Obama. Look, look what he's done for the country. Yeah. I mean, he's president. Mm hmm. So, gotta take your hat off to him and keep those pants up high. Yeah, keep your pants. Uh, anyway, up, talk, talking about politics, Show some respect. Uh, John uh, John Bonner, uh, Boner, 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 Boner. I mean, Boner. Yes. What's the crybaby? The crybaby. The guy who sits to the right. left of the, the right of the president during the State of the Union. Yes. Guess what? Allegedly, the National Enquirer now is finding out from, through a New York Times article that he allegedly might have had or is having. Two affairs at the same fucking time. <laughs> With underage girls? or Oh, uh, no, no. They're ugly. I, look, I looked them up on the internet. That is a prerequisite prior to being Speaker of the House. Is, is that yes. what it is? You need to be multitask. Yes. That's why Grandma Pelosi didn't have any problems. And as you noticed, <laughs> and as you noticed, <laughs> allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. See? Oh, I just which is always good to have rumors like that. So everybody's busy going after the rumors and not dealing with the real business. Well, you, you know, who well, can't, you know, Mister Twinkling Blue Eyes and Tan Man. I'm, I'm sure you know. Well, your if, pussy got twicked out on him. No, I can see why a young girl might go after him. Well, he's 61. Yeah. Young girl. We're talking 47 and 61 in age. That's well, not young. You guys didn't. Young. You guys didn't announce the ages of the uh, oh, women. He likes more mature with, women. He, he likes okay. experienced women. Oh. Yeah, he, not, nothing like you, Marla. He likes that. <laughs> He likes mature. Yeah, you're too obvious. And also, can, can I, and, and so he had this affair, apparently, allegedly, with this girl who is a uh, staff on staff of some. Uh, she has co- staff. Yeah, staff. Staff infection. Staff infection. <laughs> yes. Staff infection. No, anyway, with a Colorado uh, congressman, she was on that a staff. Colorado kid. Yeah, they ended up somehow intertwined. I guess in D.C. He never goes home to his Maybe wife. He's he always on the road. Polyamory. Anyway. Well, that's why we're bringing the top There you go, Marla. Again, she knew exactly what to he's, say. He's in love with three women, his wife and these two other and sluts. The two that we allegedly, allegedly know all about. The alleged sluts. Yes, we can't ah, say. Ah, 
God, don't do that. Why? I can say anything I want. I know you can. You have that Listen freedom. Here. But don't classify women as sluts because they're having fun with a guy. Listen you here, you big buffoon. This oh is re- sluts? This is the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah, you know I that. Know. We, we have so always sorry. said a woman has the independence Shut to do what she wants. I'm sorry, Mike. She has multiple... Men, Orgasms. she's not a slut. For, forgive me, Renegade. <laughs> she's multitask. <laughs> you wish you had a multitask woman. I do. Damn right. So. I got my robot and I got Marla. Yeah. I'm fine. Remember, this is yeah. the empowerment of every, sex. And every other chick that comes by. So anyway, that'll be uh, breaking in the news shortly. Charles Manson got a cell phone in prison. <laughs> yes. And they're saying in California that the reason that they got the cell phones is that they don't have the money to um, search the guards as they come to work. <laughs> So the guards are actually smuggling the phones. Now, one guard in the state of California, whatever prison it was, he made $150,000 from the inmates by smuggling cell phones in. Damn, and they're making their money off of, uh, you know... Drugs, sex drugs, sex drugs, sex sites. Well, they and get on else. the computer and they, you know. Well, the bottom line is in California, the screaming and yelling is something that Mark has been screaming about all well, for a Mark's long time. Mark's always screaming. It's and called yelling. pensions. Yes! <laughs> it's called pensions. These fuckers are making so much money, and then they're getting their pensions on top of it, but they won't search them. If they're bringing in some type of, uh, what would you say? Contraband. Contraband, thank you. Contraband. That's co- Contraband. I, it's cop I haven't talk. heard that word for so a while. Char- Can you imagine Charles Manson making a phone call? <laughs> hey, this is Charlie. I've been in here for fucking 60 fucking years. He actually called the warden. I still He called the warden. Hey, <laughs> when do I get my recess? <laughs> We're five minutes late. Get the fucking gates open. Mark, Mark, let's get something straight here. That's Char- how they got caught. Charles Manson didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't. No, he didn't touch he was anybody. Just a cult leader. Allegedly. 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 No, he, do we really know the He facts. directed the killings. He delegated. He delegated authority. That's God, exactly You gotta use did. bigger words so people realize you are an intelligent man. <laughs> yes. I, no, I just go down, them. no, I just go down to the level of the, yeah. of the, the listening. The listeners yeah. are hey. intelligent like Kelly. people. Like Kelly. Who's she? <laughs> oh God. She emailed me the other night. I bet she, she was did. in my pants. The hell she does. She, she likes them. She um, has like class. Half she told me we didn't do the show because we had a fight, and she said, "I missed you guys." <laughs> no, what she told me we was that she knew we'd be talking about the puppy dog being milked oh, out of funny. No, that was um, Minnesota. That was her. That's her. That's her, Marla. She knew we'd be talking about that story. She knew. Mark knows that he's. It, Marla, hold on, Marla, Marla. Hold on, Kelly Jean. Yes, Marla. Oh. You got air in your head now. No, I, I thought she was on a roll there for a while. No, I've been answering Kelly Jean. Kelly Jean and Kelly knows. That Mark is going to go after anything that happens in fucking Minnesota. <laughs> and so then Kelly not Kelly, having a football team. No, we got to have Kelly on next week because yeah, we were supposed we are, to. Yes. Okay, next yeah, week. Yeah, poor be on. Kelly sitting there in the snow. She, I didn't know she'd never. No, no, been to she the doesn't beach. sit in the snow. She works in a building surrounded by no, snow. No, she doesn't leave the building. Well, <laughs> how can you when the doors I, well, are locked you know, in? But I didn't know she'd never seen the ocean, so I felt kind of bad. That's her problem. I know. Well, you know what? She Mark, got close. She was in Nevada, four hours away. Mark, Mark, close. Mark your wife's out of town. Why don't you fly her in? You got a lot of money. There you go. There you go. And you have. You could have. Shh, don't say this oh, over I'm, the air. You I'm, damn it. Shit. I'm God, sorry. See? We forget it. we're on air. We everybody. <laughs> everybody in Huntington Beach. Everybody here just heard that. Oh my yeah. God. I'm sorry, Mark. I, I take that back. I was just fucking around. Yeah. We don't know where anybody is. See, that's why I can't get away with anything, so I don't try to get away with anything. Anyway, you always we bring do. it up. In the enter- <laughs> in entertainment news, um, Kelsey Grammer uh, versus Camille Grammer. Uh, uh, Kelsey wants to do a reality show, Deathmatch. I can't believe Kelsey Grammer is going to do this. Apparently, Kelsey said that uh, he, had, he didn't get any sex from this chick. From and, this chick? Uh, oh, it's the other way around. The wife is complaining. 
Oh, she's complaining. The she. Old oh, wife? I'm sorry. That's right. The she, wife. He's, he's, yeah, the wife. The wife that he's leaving. Or he, who, Camille. He, no, the wife is leaving him. That's what I was going to. I say. thought she. He was leaving her. I'm confused. I. It's I a, know. It's a confusing issue. These divorces. See, she is complaining that he likes watching too much Fox News. Well, you would if you're bored with your wife, well, like Mark, you are. That sounds like you. That sounds like you, Mark. Just like you. you I'm watch, not bored with my wife. You watch Fox News. You watch uh, Glenn Beck. I have priorities. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I have a job. Cam- the news over your. I wife. am to know my news. Anyway, Camille's the, the third wife of the Fraser star is blasting the actor's plans to flaunt his new fiance an upcoming wedding on TV. He also upcoming wedding. Yeah, he, he booked the Plaza oh. Hotel in New York at the end of February he to is, get married. He is now down to gutter level. And I, she, well, oh, please, my, that's a hundred thousand bucks he's dropping already. No, I'm talking about Kelsey Grammer, you know, from Cheers and so his own show, which was fabulous. That has nothing to do with that. His well, no, personal no, no, wife, now he's Marla. down to the gutter level of doing a reality TV series. I mean, how desperate are you? Well, she's worried that, that he's going to use the show as a weapon in their pending divorce battle. A weapon of mass destruction. Hmm. Well, yeah. I can't see that play out. Me Can either. How's that going to Now, this is the reason. This is the reason. Camille is 42. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yes. the wife he's getting rid of. Yes. The new one is 29. So he is oh, he's smart. Um, they always trade in for younger, they, they not always older. Do. And he's 55. And now wait a minute now, Here you go He has offered her Now listen to this Renegade Nation 30 fucking million dollar settlement But she's demanding 50 <laughs> 30 million is not enough Camille thinks Kelsey's plan with a reality show is pure damage control. He wants to make himself look like the level-headed, caring spouse Who had to deal with Camille's crazy antics oh, Yeah, she's yeah. oversexed these people are fucked We up. talked about that. Remember the guy called the huh? cops on the one woman who was oversexed on Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Over, yeah, they were oversexed. Yeah. yeah. There's women like that. Kelsey just wants to focus on the news. It's important news, and the wife wants to get off. Uh, you're right, Mark. What? Yeah. yeah. Now, Camille. He lost me completely. Well, it's like go in your bedroom. You know what to do. You know what to do. Warm yourself up. I'll be there. Camille, resi- okay, Camille resents the fact that Kelsey pushed her to do Real Housewives, which ultimately made her look like a nut job. Oh, real. Uh, she is nuts. The, uh, Beverly, huh? Is she on the Beverly Hills one? Uh-huh. I don't watch those stupid shows anymore. That see, and I do. Camille. <laughs> so I am informed. Okay, Camille reportedly has quit the show. Well, there's too many wives of, oh yeah, I did see her on a talk show. See? Yeah, and she was talking about how it made her look bad and blah, right. blah, blah. Now here's what Kelsey did. This is a smart thing to do. Well, we know somebody who's done this too. <laughs> okay. Kelsey wanted her to sign up for the housewife show because it kept her in Los Angeles while he was free to cavort with Katie in New York. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what they all do. Out of the source, allegedly. Allegedly. Out of the source, Camille says Kelsey is loving that the public hates her because of housewives. So he put her on there wow. to really show what she's really like uh-huh. and then to back up and say, this is the reason I left. This is what you <laughs> to get when you live with her. And she already proved she was What a smart fucker Kelsey Grammer is. Yes, Mark. I think he should lower it to 10 million. Oh, with 30 million. Uh, here come the... Oh, here, here comes the polyamorous. The polyamorous are coming. Oh, okay, so everybody behave themselves. Okay. Everybody. <laughs> everybody be... Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. okay, welcome to Renegade Talk FM. Who's this? This is Patty in Denver. Oh, hi, hi Patty in Denver. Hi, Patty Cheeks. <laughs> How are you guys? We're having a blast. We've been on the air for a while. Yeah, we've been on the air for like 14 minutes. How are you doing? I apologize. We've had a few technical difficulties here, but I have Dan and Patrice and Kathleen on the line, so let me just connect them in, and I'll be back in one sec. Please do. Dan, Patrice, and who else? Kathleen. Kathleen, okay. Yes. Are we all here? 
I'm here. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, okay. Great. So let's, let's hold on here, everybody. I want to make sure we can hear Dan. So Dan, say hi. You welcome to Renegade Talk FM in Los Angeles. You won't sound like a woman, Rich. I just want to hear his I voice. Hear. Oh, there he sounds Does it good. Does sound like a man? Yeah, he sounds like a man. Okay, Mark, yeah, Mark, I'm doing Jesus. something that you don't understand. That, 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 that. Mark, okay, now wait a minute. Hold on now. Ass? Hold on, Mark and Marla. Now we have Patrice. Patrice, would you say a few words? Hello, I'm here. Okay, she's Hi, there. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Patrice, and welcome to uh, Renegade Talk. I want her Angeles. already. I want her too. <laughs> and now we have the last one, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen, and welcome. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Okay, and you're hey, all on, so I'm everything's back. working. Hey, Kathleen. Yes. So with a K or a C? <laughs> K. It's a K. Okay. I wrote it down as a K also because Patty told me that. Oh. Anyway, so uh, Patty, uh, welcome to the show again. Sex Friday. We always talk about sex. And, uh, yes, we and, do. And this show is going to be about polyamory. And apparently, Patty, you told me that Dan, uh, Patrice, and Kathleen are all single polyamorous. Is that correct? That is correct. And they're all hanging out together today. And we're kind enough to join us and talk to us about polyamory. But I first wanted to talk to Dan a little bit about the organization that he started some time ago on Heads Up, and it was called Sacred Sex Colorado, and it is now called ASA, which is Advocates and Educators for Sexual Awareness. And Dan, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, actually, the website is still sacredsexcolorado.com. The group is what used to be the Sexual Healers and Educators Guild is now the Advocates and Educators for Sexual Awareness. And Mm. the purpose of this group is to bring sex education to the general public and let them know what's available sexually that they haven't been taught through things like porn or their buddies or just experimentation. Hey, Dan, they're already doing that in Oakland with second graders. Yeah. Oh, don't do that to the microphone. Okay, I'm sorry. And I just learned how to get porn off the internet. (laughs) We had to teach. Mark's a slow learner. (laughs) Well, my wife left town for a while, Dan, so now I'm a free man. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just afraid she'll find out through my history's calendar what I've been looking. You you can, you can clear that out. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so Dan, what prompted you to start this organization? And when did you start it? Well, I started it about. I actually didn't start it. It was a group of practitioners in the Denver-Boulder area that had gotten together who are sacred sex practitioners, uh, either through Tantra or uh, psychotherapists, things like that, that, that kind of focus on sexuality. And we'd all gotten together because we needed some kind of a support organization. And we felt that we really needed to get out there and bring about education to the population, which is why we started which was originally the Sexual Healers Educators Guild, uh, to, to try to do that. Well, Dan, you should have brought the Catholic Church in. <laughs> What's that? You should have brought the Catholic Church in. Yeah, we've got a couple of recovering Catholics in the group. Good. Um, yeah, they need a lot yeah, of help. Ask, one of those. ask Patty. She's a past Catholic, so am I, and so is Rich. We I, need a lot I, of help. I need a lot of help. I'll, I'll, I'm going to join right away. <laughs> oh, also, who else? Yeah. who else shouted out? Patrice. Oh, Patrice. Patrice, you're, ca- you're, you're, you're Catholic too, Patrice. You're Catholic girl. She's in recovery. No <laughs> longer Catholic, but recovered Catholic. We're oh, recovering okay. Catholics, yes. yes. <laughs> Recoveringcatholics.com. That's yes. going to be my new website. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of us, Danny boy. All you, all you people that went to uh, 
Yeah, private we had, school. Yeah, private yeah. school. We had a blast learning not to have sex and uh, yes. that tits and ass. Well, we're making we're, up for it we're, now. Yes, we are. <laughs> now we're really bad. Look, at, look how bad Patty is in Denver. Okay, so go ahead, Patty. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Okay. We- so, so Dan, <laughs> what, are the, what are the ways in which you educate people through this group? Uh, a number of ways. One is a number of years ago, we were involved with a group that came in and did the Sex and So Much More show. And while they had really focused on the adult entertainment side of things, like the strip clubs and the toy stores, things like that, we came in and brought in the educational aspect of it. So we talked from everything around Tantra, BDSM, uh, female ejaculation, how to communicate with your partner, a number of classes like that, which were really designed to talk about sex and bring sex into more of a spiritual and connecting realm. Told you the Catholics would help you out on that, Dan. <laughs> Catholics that? are spiritual people. Even us past Catholics. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you'll be amazed at how many religious people, Jewish, Catholic, whatever, that have discovered that sexuality is actually really a good thing. And when used properly... I can really help you to connect to your partner. What do you well, mean? don't you think, Dan, that part of the problem is that sex and spirituality, sexuality and spirituality are really intertwined, but I always have this theory that religion took it and separated the two and kind of cast a shadow on the sexuality piece, making people think that they couldn't be both spiritual and sexual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely true, I believe. Uh, I, I think that sex can be done without spirituality, but when it's combined with spirituality, it makes it much, much more powerful. And I think that the religions out there have tried to figure out how can we control our population, and what better way to do that than take something that's natural, that we enjoy doing, and then tell us when it is that we can and can't do it. Well, that started that, wait a minute, that started with us back in the, in the, in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they, they started that. Yeah, sorry, it actually started much longer ago than that. Yeah, I'd say centuries, really. <laughs> really? That's why, the, that's why the Earth has 4 billion people on it didn't work. That's right. No, well, can, no it doesn't work, and that's one of the things that the people are starting to discover. And it's, it's amazing. You see people that get into their 40s, and they finally start to break from these bonds and realize that, you know, there's a bunch of things that I don't quite believe in that I've been told all my life, and now I'm discovering a whole new self around all of that. Hey, Dan, you're exactly right, because uh, I, I, we, I went through that. You got to talk in the mic, right? I, I got to talk in the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't up. walk away from the mic. <laughs> anyway, Dan, so what I did was I, in my 20s, I said, this is fucking stupid. I mean, they, they forced this down our throats. They told us we were going to hell. Satan was going to grab our balls, and we were going to die, and we would be in, 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 in hell forever. Let, let's be more specific, Rich. What? No <laughs> masturbating. No masturbating, yeah. And I started doing that when I was like 13, and I had to hide that because I was scared to death that somebody would well, catch me. Well, don't do it in public either, Rich. No, I don't do you it are to hide yeah. it. It's a private thing. Yeah. So anyway, so just, you know, a lot of people are in this in this mindset, and, and, I, and Dan, you are right. They are breaking away from this garbage that they have fed us over the years. And plus, a lot of religions are, are trying to shove that down people's throats, and basically they're saying, you know what? I want sex. It's pleasurable. It's fine. And Dan? The biggest issue, I think, what you brought up is the communication about these things, you know, just between two adults, right? That's a large part of it, for sure. And um, that's a in, in monotonous relationships, people can't talk about it. They can't ask what it they want. There's a lot of shame around it. There's a and, lot of manipulation used around it as well. If, yeah. if I get upset and say, say my female partner gets upset, 
a lot of times what we hear is, well, I'm not going to put out because he didn't do this. He exactly. didn't take the garbage out. He pissed me off. Well, that, that's why I want to bring well, up the next the, question because you know yeah, without getting into sure without those, getting into those, the details about you know the uh, the difficulties because we all have them everybody's experiencing them right when they have a relationship right but then yeah, like you said then the parents because these are parents and they're between forty and fifty years of age they've screwed up their own kids in regards to how to talk to them about sex. And that's why the issues yep. get deeper and deeper and more screwed up. Do you not believe that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bingo. Along with that, the society in general, uh, you look at the movies that are out there, the MPAA, one organization that I absolutely cannot stand, is more willing to allow violence that shows somebody getting their head blown off, but allows somebody to be in a sexual position or relating to sex, and, and it becomes a... A mature audience only kind of thing. You know what? Yeah, we talk about that all the time. But I do have a question. Can you explain polyamory and how many are, exist out there and how long this practice has been going on? Uh, I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm fairly new to polyamory as far as acting in it. I've done a lot of uh, reading around it, more about how to do it. Than more than the history or anything like that. Okay, so uh, tell Robin us. Robin Pratt from Loving More would be a really good person to ask that. Does Patrice or Kathleen know more about the history about it? No, this is Patrice, but you know the thing is, is we were just talking about this this morning. I think it's been around a lot longer and, and is a lot more common than what we think. I People think, just don't talk about it because it's such a taboo subject. Well, I know the, Mor- well, I know the Mormons have been doing it for 200 on. years. People used to always, you know, have the lover on the side. You just didn't talk about it. You weren't allowed to say anything. And the only difference is now that we're being upfront and honest about it. Mm-hmm. That kind of radical honesty. Absolutely. Yeah, this has been going on for centuries. And I think there are people who have successfully had multiple relationships and been open about it. But I think you're right, Patrice, is that it's not something that you talk about at the PTA meeting. It's education at that time. Mark, Patty, nobody talks about sex at the PTA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used <laughs> to do that. Hey, I, hey I, look <laughs> at Mrs. So-and-so, man. No, Check her out. I check them out at the PTA meeting. <laughs> I don't, you know, come on, Patty. Okay, anyway, we got to take a break. You're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles, uh, along with Patty Endeavor, Dan, Patrice, and Kathleen. They are polyamorous, and of course, Mark, and the ever-drop-dead gorgeous Marla, and we'll Marla. be right back. We'll be right back after this. Smoking content in a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Talk. FM in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, the ever fucking drop dead gorgeous model Marla, and of course, Patty Cheeks, our sex Friday sexual sexy Patty, freezing her tits off in Denver. <laughs> I love the way he does. 
Anyway, a little bit of ACDC. <laughs> the highway to hell. Uh, anyway, we have uh, some polyamorous on the line uh, via Patty. Uh, his, uh, the first guy's name is uh, Dan. The only guy. The only guy. Dan I'm sorry. The man. I knew you would catch that, Mark. And of course, we got the lovely Patrice and the ever sexualicious Kathleen, who hasn't said too much, but we're going to start with Patty and Kathleen. And uh, Patty, go ahead, baby. Okay, let's talk about the difference between polyamory and swinging, if you don't mind. I think there's a lot of people out there who understand swinging, and they're quick to jump to conclusions when you, see, when you say polyamory, and you describe it as multiple loving relationships, people cross over immediately into thinking sex and say it's, if it's based on sex, then it's the same thing as swinging. Can you talk a little bit about the difference, Dan, Kathleen, Patrice, whoever wants to take this, the difference between polyamory and swinging? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take this. Uh, so swinging is more just about having sex. They're, they typically don't want to have any kind of real connection. They might meet somebody at a club, uh, take them home, that kind of thing. So there might be a little bit of a chemical attraction or a physical attraction, but that's usually where it ends. That's now, what I like. swinging can turn into polyamorous-type relationships, and polyamorous, like you said, is multiple love. So in the relationships that I have, there's three women that I just am absolutely in love with, and yeah, we do have sex, but we also do a lot of things outside of sex. Uh, they'll come over, we'll cook dinner together, and we may not even have sex for that day. Uh, or one may go home and I may have sex with one. You know, it just it's varies on how it actually works out, but it's really not focused on sex, which swinging really is. Oh, so, Kathleen, you, uh, go ahead. Kathleen, what's your take on all this? As far as the difference between swinging and um, polyamorous? Yeah, from a female point of view. You know, from the female point of view, I think what, what really attracts me to this is that um, in the past I've been in relationships where I was responsible totally for all the sexual needs of my partner in a monogamous relationship, and I couldn't totally fulfill this guy. He wanted some things that I just wasn't comfortable doing and stuff. What did and he so, want to do? What did he want to do? Was it that? Oh. Was it far? Was it that? Was it that far out of the box, or is it something? That, well, is it, is it yeah. stuff that most guys always want, like two women at one time? Oh no, I could do that fine. Okay, all right, I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Oh, I like her already. Uh-huh. That's a good marking. So, what, what, wait, 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 so wait, 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 so what was it that the guy that you got so fed up with? What did he want? Just like constantly sex. Oh, it was constant sex. So you should have got him a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do, have, like that. They do have sex Where, robots. So why should I be the only one who's responsible for his sexuality? You know, for taking care of his sexual needs. Well, Dan well, brought up a, well, brought up a good point. Kathleen, or does it also come down to emotional needs? I mean, so I kind of have a theory that we always, when we get into a monogamous relationship, we expect relationship, and so your emotional needs, your physical needs, your uh, you know mental stimulation, all that's supposed to come from one person, and I think that's a difficult thing to do. I think it's virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. And uh, why knock yourself out trying when there are other beautiful people around um, that we can all be with? There's one here in so- California. I have Marla here. You hear that, Marla? No, I meant me. Oh, no, fuck you. I don't care about you. 
I care about me. It's okay. Okay. So how do you manage, Lise, how do you manage the jealousy issues? Because, I mean, here we have Dan, and he's with you two beautiful ladies today. And he mentioned that he has another partner that he's in love with as well. And so how do you manage, is there any kind of jealousy, or do you ever feel insecurity or any sense of competition with one another? Hey, Patty, excuse me, I'm sorry to break in. I just have another question. Do the, to the women, do you have other lovers besides Dan? At this moment, I do not. I did, when I went into this relationship, I was with a second man, but that's over just for things that are completely unrelated. So right now, Dan is um, my only lover. The and man. as far as the jail thing, I'm sorry? Dan the man. Yeah, Dan the man. Hey, I'm, av- <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> but as far as the jealousy thing goes, I don't have a single bit. I am very secure. I know that Dan loves me. I know how much I mean to him. And it's ridiculous for us humans to think that, you know, we only have enough love for one person. Why, could, why can't he give me just as much love as he has for Kathleen? So, no, I don't have an ounce of jealousy. And I have this connection with Kathleen. You know, we were talking about the, the swinging thing versus the polyamory thing. And the difference is that connection that we are talking about. You know, we all have this intimacy. We all have this, this close friendship. And I'm very secure in it. I know that I'm loved, and I know that that is never in any kind of danger. Hmm. Now, what about uh, the fact as far as spending time together? Do you do, let's talk about sex in general. I mean, does this ever become group sex or is there bisexuality involved? Man, you were, that's what I was thinking, Patty. So was I. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I, I want to know. I, 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 I've been hanging out with you so long, I, I already knew. <laughs> you already knew what that is. I was wondering when you get to I it. Know. I, I, these, I want you to know. You have me in suspense. Okay, yes. so if you shut up, we'll find out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Yeah, so I'll to this. Uh, typically, I see them independently. Uh, depending on my schedule and their schedules, I'll go and stay with one of them. Uh, once or twice a week, or they'll come stay with me once or twice a week. Uh, typically, often we see each other. I've got a really busy calendar, so it's been difficult to do all that. Um, today, we're actually all three together. Uh, we're actually have been okay. playing playing until uh, the radio show, actually. Okay, so so Dan, the bottom line is the question was: Do you have group sex? Yes. Okay. With group sex with each other. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Asking. That's what we're asking. You're, you're within, the three. Yes, within your little group. Right, within your little but, group. Okay. The thing to point out is everybody doesn't have to be bi. None of us are bi. We're all very hetero. Yeah, it still works just because we have that, you know, that Bond? comfort level yeah. with each other. Right, yeah. and the two of you, that Kathleen and Patrice, would have to have a good communication level, a good relationship, and a strong bond between you to be able to share and be comfortable around each other, obviously. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And are, are polyamory people, you know, typically do they know the other partners of their lover or, you know? Well, that's, that's the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, it's all very open. There's no lying. There's no... It's, Cheating is just not even in the vocabulary because everybody knows each other. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and we all love each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody knows what to expect. Idea of cheating. 
Well, let me ask you this. If, I, if I'm a person who is seeing, let's say I have five lovers, and you I'm do. open with them, and I say to them, look, um, this is who I am. I don't, I'm not into the monogamy thing. Been there, done that, tried that, didn't work for me. Um, I see these four other guys, and I see you, and I feel free to talk to each one of them about the others if I choose to, share stories, be open about it, but they don't know each other. Am I considered a polyamorist or not? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, you know, it's really, if you're in love with them, they're in love with you. If it's not just a friends with benefits kind of thing, yeah, absolutely. And everything's above board. You know, for us, we actually made an agreement to, that I told I said, I will tell you, even if you don't want to hear it, that I just had sex with Kathleen. Uh, or I just had sex with uh, Patrice. Uh, just because I don't want to, for them to feel like I'm leaving them out or that I'm trying to hide something. So I, I really am super extra open with my communications with them around that. So Dan, that, okay, my, that, you, was, that was my question. E- even yeah. if they don't want to hear it, is there a time, ladies, when you don't want to hear it? Yeah, I definitely don't want to hear all the, the blow-by-blow accounts. Well, <laughs> I like the word details. blow. <laughs> yeah, that's a good word. He just let me know. He just says, oh, we were together last night. Okay. That's, well, that's a little bit I of jealousy. I find it very erotic when I hear that he was with, you know, maybe Kathleen the night before. That's my kind of woman, like Patrice. Sexy. Yeah, Patrice, you can sit around the dinner I table like, and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like details. <laughs> De- yeah, details. I bet you like to watch, Patrice. As you're eating your meatloaf, you can sit around and talk about the... Patrice, uh, you like to watch, right? Come you on, guys, girl. Do you, guys, do you guys ever videotape your uh, sex, the three of you? Or Damn, do you, that was my question. Because I'm a... We like. Look at I'm the pharaoh. So <laughs> I, I understand. I'm brilliant. You Patrice, did just... you hear that question? <laughs> do you videotape, Patrice? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. What? Do you videotape yourselves? Oh, um, still pictures only so far. Uh-huh, that's how you start. That's how you start. Little by little. Very good. Well, if you need a videographer, I'm available. I'm available too, Patrice. I'm cheap. I'm yeah. free. I'll, I'll pay you. I got a better I'll camera. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. <laughs> there you go, Mark. So anyway, so Dan, wait, wait, wait. So wait, Dan, so how did you fall into all this? I mean, how did it all happen you mean, for you? fall in love with all Fall in love with these women? women. And Dan, do you have a preference of either Patrice or Kathleen? No. Or are they both, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. Are they both equally the same? In bed. Into it, and I've known these women for a long time, and I was in a previous relationship that fell apart, and as a result of that, I was opening up to each of these women and let them know that you know, I've been loving them for a long time. Uh, we end up having sex, and then then just the relationship started to form, and said, "Hey, we should we should try to treat this as a fluid bonded group." and move forward with that. And that's what we've done. So how long have you all... Is it a year, two years? How long have you all been together? Did it start with one woman and then another? I'm trying to understand this. It was was around the same time, right, Dan? What's that? It sounds like it was around the same time as your other... As you had a monogamous relationship previously. Is Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, so it sounds to me like you were saying as your monogamous relationship broke up, you confided in Kathleen and Patrice individually about what you were going through and expressed your interest and your feelings for them. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's correct. So it was simultaneous, Marla. It was around the same yeah. time. And this has been going on for, what, about a, a year or so? or? No, about five months, four or five months. Okay. Oh, okay. oh wow. Brand spanking new. This is newlywed stuff. Brand spanking. I like Brand that. Brand spanking yeah. new. <laughs> Anybody like spanking? I don't have to yet. Anybody like spanking? I do. This is, this yeah. is not the BDSM show, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's the polyamory show. Well, so, so, yeah, it's some family people, hour. Some people like to be punished it's when never, they're bad. It's never family hour at Renegade. I bet Dan likes to be punished. Uh, Dan loves to be punished. <laughs> yeah, he's got three women. Uh-huh. All these women running around, Dan. Now, Patrice, is there any man out there besides Dan you got your eyes on? Besides me. And me. Currently, no. He's the only guy in my life. Well, is real cheap to California right now. Ask Patty. Well, if you see my picture, you'll you'll drop Dan for me. The hell with you. Oh, well, here we it, go. Let's ask. Well, let's ask. <laughs> there's Kathy. no reason to drop me. She can have us both. Let's oh, ask. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You wait. Uh, I want to wait. ask no. Kathleen. What? The same question. She's going to get spanked right now by Rich. Yeah, he, he just kicked me. <laughs> no, I wanted to... You know, hear- you need to be kicked in the mouth is where you need to be kicked. No, Patrice already established that she's Stop just it. got one guy right now, and that's Dan, correct, Patrice? Yes. So, Kathleen, what is your situation currently? I have another friend um, with whom I'm being sexual at times. At times. And then there's Dan. At times. Now you expect- and we don't see each other very often. He, you know, he's busy, I'm busy. So does he also a polyamorous? Does he consider himself polyamorous? Yes, because he has another um, uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. And they're together and they love each other. And um, anytime he and I are together, then it's like with, you know, the full disclosure to his other partner and stuff. Wow. So this, this brings up another question, and, and that's, if you're bringing someone new into your life, so, you know, you're on a, a trip somewhere or you're just, you know, doing your own thing one night and you meet somebody who really turns you on and you're really excited about, and it's not just a sexual thing, but it's a connected relationship and you really want to bring this person into your life as another partner, do you have any kind of agreement between you um, that you want to meet that person? Like, does Dan want to meet this other guy? Is that an issue? Is it a non-issue? Is it just case by case? Well, the, the first agreement is that we can have um, the, the first experience. You don't have to, like, get on the phone and call everybody. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on Facebook. <laughs> Jesus. Of course, we're using, you know, safe, safer sex techniques mm-hmm. um, as safe as possible. And... Um, so, no, we don't have to do that. But then if you want to bring somebody into the group, then it becomes much more um, detailed. And we have agreements that the person will be um, tested. So it's like, it's, like more of a, it's like more of an interview process. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we have to make sure everybody's okay with the person. And Patrice, yeah. let, let's wow. say you meet me. Okay, it happens. You and I, Patrice. That'll never happen. And I'm never. not I'm not talented like Dan, okay, in the junk department. That's exactly but right. But I got a hell of a tongue, okay? And Kathleen, you share with Kathleen, hey, Mark ain't too well endowed down below, but man, does he know how to use a tongue. And his nose. See? Now, that brings curiosity to Kathleen, and that's how I get involved, right? Uh-huh. Thank you. There you go, Mark. I'm brilliant. You, you, you are but, fucking brilliant, Mark. Yes. So you guys are just fall, falling in love with people all over the place. It's great. What's fun? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm in love with myself. <laughs> Yes, yeah, we, we know, Rick. Yeah, it ain't hard to figure out, is it, yeah. Patty? Damn <laughs> enlightenment. <laughs> I don't need anybody else except It's like, me. I need to say that about myself? I used to, I used to, hug, I used to hug myself in Jesus grade school. Jesus Carmody. You look yeah. in the dictionary, it says confidence. There's you and I side by side. <laughs> Next to idiots. And that's what women find attractive about me, is my vote Attractive? Com- attractive. All right, all right, Mark, enough about you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> can we I'm talk, sorry. Can we talk you. for a second about the spirituality Absolutely. aspect of polyamory? I love spirituality. I'm also thinking, Dan, can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thinking that um, what I seem to get, because I've met a lot of swingers and I've met a lot of polyamorists, and you can tell me if this is if I'm right about this or not, but... I get the sense that more people who are into polyamory because it's love-based and it's not strictly sex-based, that they're more spiritually aware, I think would be the term I'd want to use. I go to church with I, you, Patty. I'm unaware. <laughs> oh, um, you know, that, that may be true. I don't have enough experience with polyamorous groups to, to know if that's really true or not. The ones that I have met definitely are. Uh, sex is, is not just... Uh, you know, uh, something that we do, like we go to the grocery store or anything like that, and you know, we're fairly unconscious about it. We are very conscious about our sexuality what? and when we have sex and it's how we have sex. And you know, sometimes the quickie is always really fun, but a lot of times, more often than not, it's more about the long connection. And you're making love, and- right? You're making love. You're not just having sex with hey, a sex I'm, buddy. Marla, even in a marriage, you want to get your rocks off. I, no, I, do, I do that I'm in the shower. There's nothing wrong with it. I do no, that in the shower. Like Dan well, said. But, but I think what Dan's saying is you can't have both. I mean, you can have right. love, and it right. can be making love, and you can have dynamite sex at the same time. Well, and I would think that having these loving relationships enhances that sex because we all know you can have sex without love, but I think personally that it's better when you have some sort of a connection with people well patty john and patty john boehner has that out of ohio (laughs) john boner yeah no it's boehner Boehner, i'm sorry bonner god dang you you get me all mixed up i'm I'm confused okay it's just sex talk whatever so dan aren't you what you're saying right from the the get-go that you know the the sexuality or the sex piece or the enjoyment of the sex is enhanced by the relationship the personal relationship that you have and the love you feel for each other is that what you were saying to begin with yeah absolutely yeah i mean you're absolutely right you can have sex without love uh, and it feels good but when you have sex when you're in love and connected with somebody else it's much more spiritual much more powerful uh, much more satisfying. Hey, Dan, I have a question for you. When you go to bed with uh, Patrice or Kathleen, uh, do you have your own type of uh, maneuvers that you have in the bedroom? Who's, you know, your ritual. Yeah, you have a ritual. Yes, thank you, Mark. I do it. Like, like Patrice is good at writing, but Kathleen's better in the missionary, or, do, or is it just all over the place? Well, now you really uh, want to yeah. get into a sex life. One of those things that's in favor. So, uh, yeah, and I'm aware of that, so I'll, I'll work towards that on whoever it is I'm with. Is this exhausting for you, Dan? I mean, can this be overwhelming? I have been thinking that the whole time, Patty. That Thank is you. not one of the problems he faces, Patty. Come on. I'm already exhausted listening Jesus. to it. Dan, are you yeah, exhausted? Dan, I'm asking you straight out. Can it sometimes be overwhelming? Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, it can. I, I understand you, now why they cut the most off of bulls in the pasture. So. Right, there you go. The power of pussy. 
Dan, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of Red Bulls you need to take in the morning, buddy. Okay? What? A couple of Red Bulls. Well, like They'll a friend of mine up. said, um, you know, um, caffeinate, hydrate, and fornicate. And pineapple juice. Yeah. So your semen you You got to have your energy up. Damn so. right. Uh, you know what, Dan? I think what you're referring to is the emotional drain, not the physical drain. <laughs> Correct? Um. No, actually, it's more the physical drain. The emotional drain, I mean, these women are great. I really haven't had well, a lot of problems. Well, tell them to pace themselves with you, Dan. Patrice, come on, relax. Just let the guy get a break. Come to California. See, Patrice and Kathleen, if you give him a break, you'll have more fun. See, I don't think, Dan, it doesn't sound to me, Dan, like you really need that kind of a break. But I, I get what you're saying. Because emotionally, you're not going to have the emotional drain with this sort of relationship, these open relationships that you are with a um, cheating, like, you know, people who have a, a wife and two lovers on the side. Or? That's going to be exhausting, and that's going to be emotionally yeah. draining because you've got women who are jealous and who are worried about who you're with when they're not with them and what's going on. and. Three it's different a whole cell thing phones. Than just dating somebody well, yeah. and seeing somebody and having sex with them and not knowing what else they're doing, right? Well, I was going to say, that's yeah. That's exactly it, Patty. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't have to worry about, okay, what lie have I told my partner <laughs> uh, because it's, yeah, it's something not wrong? Like, it's like not that. like dating. This, this is completely. It's, a, it's not like dating. It's I different. never lie when I no. dated. I always have issues with the lie. You were going with the wrong guys, Marla. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's a totally different thing. And just another question about this whole polyamory thing. I mean, to me, this just makes so much more sense than what we have done in the past in, you know, sexual relationships and trying to force monogamy when people by nature are not monogamous. I mean, it's, it's a choice you make, and people can do it if they choose it, and it's great if they can. I'm not knocking it. But there's so many people, I think, who are looking for some alternative and do you think that your sort of situation, Dan, Kathleen, and Patrice, is going to be something that grows and evolves into maybe the next phase of relationships in our culture? Any grandchildren? Yeah, Any grandchildren so. in the future? So, Patty sounds like she only wants to become a polyamorist. She is. She is. Remember, we already I talked about I think I already that. am yeah. one. Yeah, I, <laughs> she I forgot think, that part, dear. I think dear. so, too. I think Take Dan your notes. qualified me. <laughs> hey, you got to remember, Marla, I'm both in love with you and Patty when she was oh, down that's here. that's right. I banged and, the shit and, out and of her. And Dan, the question that Patty brings up is what was in the back of my head. Like, are there grandchildren in the future? No. Okay. So both, no, everybody no, understands. No, Everybody understands, no kids, no act. Whoops, we got a slippage. A slippage, a leakage. Totally, okay. Yeah, I have had a vasectomy a number of years ago. Good, good for you. See, you are a responsible adult. This is totally the future because if you look at, um, I have a very demanding profession. and um, That's what I like about you. And for me, it's just, it's optimal to have that kind of freedom that you wouldn't get if you were in like a really tight monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and I like that freedom mm-hmm. okay we gotta take a break uh, so Kathleen and Patrice and Dan will be back Patty uh, hold on we gotta take a, a short little break seats, you listen to Renegade Talk FM in Los Angeles talking about polyamory polyamory and we'll be right back
like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Talk.fm in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, you have a drop dead gorgeous Marlowe. We got Patty Sexy Cheeks herself up in Denver, along with the polyamorous Dan, Patrice, and Kathleen. There's a little bit of Tom Petty here. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Trees went by. Me and Dell were singing. Tom Petty running down with the dream from years ago. Yes, Mark. I feel like we're working in a mystery about polyamory. Yeah, mystery of polyamory. Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, welcome uh, Renegade Nation to Renegade Talk FM in Los Angeles. Talking about polyamory and polyamorist and Patty from Denver has brought on Dan, Patrice, and Kathleen and they're polyamorist and they're talking about their relationships, love, sex, spiritual, the whole fucking nine yards. And Patty, off you go, baby. Okay, Kathleen, we were talking a little bit about, um, on the break, about the concern. I think somebody out in L.A. asked a question about being concerned that Dan might be more into Patrice than you, or if that ever comes up, any kind of uh, competition or jealousy issue. No, not at all. Um, We're friends, and, and, you know, I want her to be happy. She wants me to be happy, and... And we I, are. I want you to be happy too. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I think they are. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit on the break too about this whole concept of doing things together besides sex because, yeah, it comes down to sex. Um, the difference being the way I see it is if, if I'm a married woman and my husband is having an issue one week and he's kind of being an a-hole and he's getting on my nerves, yeah, I can go out with my girlfriends or my platonic guy friends and do something else, have drinks, sit around and bitch about them and how I'm not happy. But at the end of the day, I'm still relying on him to meet my needs sexually. And until we can get through this little tiff we're having or these issues where we're kind of getting on each other's nerves, that's not going to happen. What I think is interesting about this is if I'm married, I have a primary relationship or like you guys have a relationship with Dan and you're having a little blip sort of, eh, you know, you're getting on each other's nerves, whatever it is, you can go off with another partner, get your needs met, not just by going to the theater or whatever it is you guys do together, but by actually being loved and sexually satisfied and feeling adored and respected. Mm. And you can come back to that primary partner, your husband, and now I can look at him and see him in a whole different light. And it wasn't up to him to fix it. It was up to me. I fixed it. I got my needs met. And now all of a sudden he doesn't look like an asshole anymore and it's all better. Kind of sounds selfish to me. Can you repeat that? (laughs) (laughs) Patty, that's what modern technology is all about, girl. Just go in the bedroom. But I think it's a, I think it's a great concept. I mean, because people can say, in no matter what, you know, it's Patty. By the time that Patty, listen, Patty, by the time that question yes. was finished by you, I would have driven yes. over to Patrice's house and just done, <laughs> and just done her. Yeah, that was a speech. Thank yeah. you for the speech. The speech. <laughs> I could have flown to Colorado by now. I already did her. 
But an excellent question, Patty. Yeah, what was the question? Patricia, what do you you think? The bottom line here is that I guess what I'm asking is, isn't it so much easier to be able to um, get away from somebody without that extra pressure of saying, I can't go out and have sex with somebody else. Like, if, if the relationship starts to wear on your nerves and you have some petty thing come up, isn't it easier to be able to do it this way? Isn't that rejuvenating and refreshing? Another small no- novel by Patty. Yes. <laughs> what was the question again? That is a yes answer. Stop it. Stop it's it. A, okay, okay. Yes, okay, please. You understand what I said, Wait, wait, wait. I understood. Just, I totally agree. Patrice, will you please answer that question? Somebody. <laughs> Anybody. And, and also, you know, you're, you're getting your needs for appreciation and love met, like you said, and that's, that's what's really big. I think a lot of people tie that into sexuality. Mm-hmm. That if being sexual with me, they must really love me. And, and so, yeah, you're getting your needs met, and um, then you can go back to your partner who was being an asshole all day. Patrice, I can see you right now. Dan, you're pissing me off. I'm flying to California. <laughs> you know, yeah, because I could line her up with somebody out there, Mark. Hey, hey, hey. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Because you're married, honey. Thank you. <laughs> and monogamous. Yes, uh, but I can dream, can't I? Moral here. But, but it really, I mean, ladies, it, it really takes away the need for revenge sex, doesn't it? Revenge sex? Oh. Do you have I mean, everybody sex? knows, you know, revenge sex, like, oh, he's such an asshole, he's pissing me off. I think I'll just go out and fuck somebody. And then you go out and you have sex with somebody else, and you think it's going to make you feel better, but at the end of the day, then you feel kind of bad, and it's like, yeah, but is that what you really do, the opposite, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I do now. <laughs> you know what I think? I think that Dan, I would go to Dan, since both ladies enjoy Dan. I'd go right to Dan. Hey, Dan, you know any other good guys that can be introduced to our group? Because, Dan, we realize we're, we're exhausting you. Right, Dan? Poor guy's not getting in sleep. Right, Dan? <laughs> Dan's yeah, sleeping. Hey, Dan, you still with us? Dan passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to drink that Red Bull, Dan. Yes, what did you say, Dan? You get about five hours sleep a night? Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's all I get, and I'm ready to go each morning. I got a question. Dan, how old are you? 35. Uh, 47. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so do you um, enjoy Viagra? <laughs> I'll I, I don't need it. I'll I knew it. We're just messing with you. We're really, you're 45. That's, you know, 47. 47. Yeah, get your number straight over there, you big boy. You know me. I round things off. You're, fucking, disli- you're fucking dyslexic. I've been Mark. calling him 60 even uh, when he was 46. I'm not 46. 60. I'm, 40, I'm 42. <laughs> well, and that, you know, that brings up another really good question because, Thank you. Dan, you said you don't need it. Don't you uh, think that that's all part? And, and I would pose the same question to the ladies because it's about libido. And, you know, I mean, I talk to some women who at a certain age start to lose their libido and men have trouble with erections and blah, blah, blah. But don't you think that when you have this kind of variety and these options, that sort of goes away? You're hanging around the wrong crowd. (laughs) If your man can't keep it up, you're hanging around the wrong crowd. I want to tell you, if if you have two different women. Hey, guys, can can we hear her? Okay, we'll hear her. Okay, then we'll go. Go ahead. I think that the reason the libido goes, a lot of times, even though we think it's something else, it's really that the relationship is going, it's falling apart. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very, very That's why I have Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what color the pill is. No, I don't. Pink? Exactly. 
No. Dan does not need Viagra. We will take care of that. Hallelujah, baby. Hey, well, here, here, here's what I was going to say earlier. When you, you go, two, when, when you have two different women, you're always going to get a hard on. doesn't matter. And Dan knows but that, right, Dan? three. Isn't Dan, there three? Dan, is that, is that right? There's a lot of training that I've done. I've done a lot of Tantra, sexuality training, and mm-hmm. I don't put a lot of pressure on myself to get an erection. I can enjoy sex. Right. Do you do? You do you okay. Do you Fortunately, do? Fortunately, it, it, it hurt a lot. So. Do you do? Do you do? Dan, do you do cock exercises? <laughs> no. No, okay. A lot of guys do that. Up down, no, up down. just you. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Yes, no, just okay. you. Did you so see Dan, that puppy dog face? Of I Rich? know the puppy dog face scene. <laughs> anyway, so Dan, so it sounds to me that your relationship and with the girls, Patrice and Kathleen, are very, very happy. You're enjoying your life, which is good. And uh, a lot of more people should be doing this and enjoying themselves, either in a swinger lifestyle or some polyamorous lifestyle or some type of lifestyle where they're happy. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely that. So if they want to, I mean it's. Well, yeah, different yeah. for different folks. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Different strokes different for different strokes folks. For different things. That's what Sly and the Family Stone said yes. a long time ago. <laughs> anyway. So Dan, uh, Patrice, uh, Kathleen, you guys have a great weekend. We really appreciated you guys coming on, coming on. Gave the uh, some education to Renegade Nation as to what polyamory is all about. And I'm pretty sure we'll get a lot of emails on this. And, is there a uh, website that they have? Yeah, is there a website you guys have or anything that we can promote out there or Facebook pages or whatever? Um, yeah, Sacred Sex Colorado. Com. Okay, sacred. Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow it down for a minute. Wait, wait, so it's sacred sex. Dot com. Sacred sex. Colorado. Oh, sacred sex. Colorado. Sacred sex. Colorado. Dot com. Write that down. Renegade Nation. You'll be able to find out more about this type of intriguing lifestyle. Anything else besides that one, Dan? Um, no particular website that I have going on. We are going to be doing a. The name for it right now is a solidified but a sex show in October uh, where we're going to be presenting a number of these different concepts around relationships and and sexuality and how to tie the two together. Now, are you guys going to have a <laughs> seminar in California in the near future? That's <laughs> funny. I was going to ask um, them if they were going to travel shit. and talk about this. Or that was my it... question. <laughs> Dan? Not at this point in time, but I'll open my house to you, Dan. I have a beautiful home. You're welcome to it. Because I know, wherever, right. I know wherever you come, there's beautiful women that wherever follow. Wherever you come, come. Watch your, watch your hey. words there, Mark. I, he knows what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeez, look, see what I got to deal with, Dan? I need more women in my life other than Marla. You have lots. <laughs> anyway. Actually, they all run from him. That's why he's so intrigued. I'm telling you, ask Patty. You want to be, be here during your winter months in California. So start having a uh, convention. Yeah. Start having, no, a, conv- like start having a convention out here. Well, you know, Kelsey, yeah, you're a couple hours away. But but at any rate, yes, I mean, it, it sounds like that's going to be a good venue in October. So you'll have all the details out on sacredsexcolorado.com. And I know you have all sorts of educators on different types of sexuality, polyamory, uh, BDSM, Tantra, some more spiritual venues around sexuality. So all of those links are out on your website at Sacred Sex Colorado. Well, uh, Mark, Mark and I came up with a good idea. We should broadcast from the uh, convention. No, just me. Oh, just you? Okay. You <laughs> I don't need you. You don't need me. I'll just stay here. Well, how about a live video feed? Yeah, a live video feed. We could do that, I too. can do that. We could do live video feeds, Dan. Okay. 
And we can ship sure. it out all over the country. Now, that's only if Patrice and Kathleen are with you. You can and charge twenty nine ninety five. And isn't there a third? They're laughing. If if you're here by yourself, you're going to be left by yourself. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, Dan, just being up front with you. I'm being honest with our relationship right now. Because I don't sugarcoat shit, boy. Honesty is a beautiful thing. Damn right. Anyway. It is. My wife listens to this show every morning, and then she just keeps me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Patty, thank you very much for bringing on Dan and Patrice and Kathleen, our polyamorous in Colorado. Yes. If you want to find out more, go to uh, sacredsexcolorado.com. You can find out more information if you want to get involved in this type of lifestyle. Again, my name is Richard Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, the ever-drop-dead gorgeous Marla, and Patty Cheeks, freezing her tits off in Denver. Hey, Patty, by the way, before we go, how cold is it up there? <laughs> It's actually quite up there. It's never cold up there, honey. Oh. He's always rubbing it in. Hey. Rubbing something. R- rubbing it in. It's time, to wh- it's, it's time to whip it. We're out of Woo. here. Renegade Nation, have a great weekend. We're out Yeehaw. of here. Yeehaw.